Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hey everybody, welcome to All The Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. I am Jonathan Valenzuela. And this uh, podcast uh, is, 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 a, is a podcast about indie games, specifically ones you play on a video game contraption. Yeah. And dear listener, we may talk about those at some point in this episode. Oh Hell, boy. The origin story of the games I'm going to be talking about today involves video games themselves. But the bulk of today's episode, it's about games that... You don't need electricity for. It helps, though. These games... Last week, we talked about a game that was made by a studio called Cardboard Computer. Cardboard Computer. These guys... I mean, these games, they're they're made out of cardboard. Literally cardboard. No computers involved. From a game that was made by cardboard, (laughs) we're now going to talk about games that are made from cardboard. You you need to explain what the fuck is going on, Levins. So a couple episodes ago, um, I talked about a game called Takeshi and Hiroshi, um, which is on Apple Arcade. And I dare say we may hear about another Apple Arcade game before this episode is over. Oh, boy. Um, but uh, that was published um, and developed by a, uh, a group called Oink Games from Japan. Um, it was a great little game. I really enjoyed it. Um, while talking about them on the episode, I had this bizarre epiphany where I realized that Oink Games are actually better known for their physical card games. Yes. Um, now, you know, when you think about some of the biggest game makers in the world, specifically Nintendo, their history is in card games. That's how they got became... You know, but before they entered the uh, lucrative industry of the love hotel industry, you know oh, about that part. No, yeah, what? Nintendo used to like make uh, like in like, like before hotel, video hotels games. to bone down in. Yeah, hell you know, yeah, just to have, you know, have have love in. Yeah, sure. However, whichever way you want to experience love, <laughs> Mario was there. <laughs> Jump down my pipe, Mario. <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, but like you know, they started out as as a card yeah, maker, and you can still course. buy replicas of the card sets that Nintendo made in the uh, I think it's like it's late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Oink Games um, for the last uh, decade and a half have been making these incredible uh, boxes that, that that are like you know you can fit in the palm of your hand, um, and they are little portable small card games or board games. Um, I that that I, I, I listened back. To, um, I edited that episode. 
having already oh. like I, like I we've, I finished that episode that we recorded mm-hmm. um, that came out two weeks ago, um, and uh, I think the next day I no the next week I was in I was in Melbourne. And um, I saw I was I went to a game shop, yeah. Um, and I bought an oink game. And since then, I have bought nine. Oh my god! <laughs> if you if you play the episode that Levin's is talking about, if you play it backwards, you'll hear Levin saying, "Buy card games, <laughs> buy card games." Um. So, yeah, I, I I started out by buying like the two most um, uh, well known and kind of best rec- um, reviewed. Uh, games and they are Deep Sea Adventure and a fake artist in New York. Okay. Deep Sea Adventure is like a board game. So you basically you open up these little boxes. There's some very evocative titles. Um, and evocative titles, beautiful, colorful boxes, incredibly well designed. Yeah, I'm looking at you. You've got what's what's this, this one, one you've is, got this here? One here Startups. Got, it's called Startups. Okay. Um, and uh, in this one, you you invest in uh, different companies like oh, startups. Okay. And so each company has this like you know beautifully designed logo. Hippo Powertech, Octo Coffee. And apparently, like, these are all so, like, these, all these, like, this is a beloved one that you can actually buy all the brands' logos on T-shirts and, and mugs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, at di- different, like, you know, uh, board game cons, whatever, that all games are present, I, at, present at. I look forward to your eventual wardrobe refresh. I mean, you have known me for how long, John? Oh, like, like uh, coming 15, up on 16 years. Probably, probably, uh, when, when Oink Games first started making games. I think their first game came out in, like, the mid to late, early 2000s. Yeah. Um. Mid to late early two thousands. Okay, as in you know what do you yes. call it? The aughties, the mid to late aughties. Yes, sure. Um, uh, but you know, you and I, I've always been someone, and when I like something, I just like oh yeah, I get right in there. Sure. Uh, and uh, it doesn't take much encouragement. In fact, I try and stop myself. But with these guys, it's, it's been a problem for you in the past. <laughs> uh, but look, these guys only have. Like 22 games Sure That's very finite That's good Totally And like I've got nine of them I have seven more of them on the way Right And then I'm going to be in Japan in April And I've written down a list of the ones I'm going to try and find while I'm there Tick them all off And then I'm done Until they release a new one And then like what's that Maybe like three a year tops You 100%ed Oink Games Congratulations (laughs) Although one of them is uh, Like I, I went so far in that Like I There's a There's a I now love this, this, this is—it's hard for me to admit this, John, because I feel like there, there's a stigma against certain. When you are a dork or a nerd, sure, or a geek, whichever geek. one you want to call Point yourself, Dexter, weenie—they're they're all great words to call yourself yeah. to refer yourself as. But I feel like you're a geek or you're a lover of one particular, like, like let's say you and I love video games, sure. I um, but and I kind of I guess which is I, a very broad umbrella, but still, yeah, totally. Um, I specifically, I loved Nintendo games, and I've, I've made that game. I've made that you know broadened my range as I, as I got older. Mm. Um, I feel like um, you and I loved very specific kinds of comic books m- many years ago. Sure, and that was one of the things we bonded over, like you know, comedy, humor, yep. um, comic books. But we neither of us liked superhero comic books. No, and it wasn't until you I met my friend since. Angus, yeah. he was like, "Oh, these are actually good," and I was like, "Are you serious?" Because I thought I hated them, but yeah. I didn't, truth was, it didn't really give him a chance. Um, as someone that has liked video games for most of their lives, life, life, I, whenever I go past a, a physical, like tabletop games, board games, card game store, I'm always like, my, my reaction would be like, Ugh. yeah, no, totally. I understand. <laughs> like, and, and it's so whack though. Like you shouldn't be like that. But here's, here's the thing. So board games, for instance, you got this one end of the spectrum, which is like chess and backgammon, your absolute fucking classics that have been around forever. Yeah. Then the other end of the spectrum, you've got like settlers, settlers of Catan and, um, 
that's the only one I can think of. But you know that kind of, you know that sort of area of sure. like very sort of involved complex. Where do Oink games sit on that scale? What what essentially so, okay, what right. is what is different about Oink games? So I, I'm my son Archie. Been yes. on the podcast, friend of the show. Yes, uh, friend of this. I'm not going to refer to him as my son anymore. He's officially friend of the show, yeah. Archie Levens, uh, notoriously, uh, you know, difficult game reviewer, um, lover of one two switch. Uh, also, <laughs> the, the world's only lover of one two switch. Another another geek uh, thing that I just don't understand sure. and never will. But you, um, you let him cook exactly because it's important. Uh, but uh, he got really into Uno. Okay. To the point where, like, we he would like our, my parents would come over and he'd be like, "Can we play Uno now?" And then everyone and Uno is pa- the ultimate. And your parents game. would leave immediately. Uno is the ultimate game where you're like, "Oh, I guess." Yeah. And then you start playing, and then like you know you get decked or you win or whatever, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll go another round." Yeah. And then suddenly, like, we're like nine rounds deep on Uno. I've never I've never played the Uno for points. I always play the one where you're just trying to get rid of your cards before everyone else. Of course, yeah. Um, it's great to play with a group. Um. Archie started bringing the cards with him wherever he went. Uh, Angus had a birthday party, uh, and and uh, I'm talking, of course, Angus, my co-host on Hey Fam. Yep. Um, Angus uh, Archie brings Uno and ends up playing Uno with uh, various podcasters from all over Sydney. Um, that absolute, would have been one hell of he, a podcast. Ask Alexi Toliopoulos from uh, the uh, Total uh, Reboot Total podcast Reboot, yep. where, how he knows how to play Uno. It's because my son taught him how. Really? And then whooped him. Oh damn! <laughs> and they were playing for money. Alexi's in deep. <laughs> Um, um, but but, so, but but I was like, fuck, Archie loves Uno. Where else can I go from here? So I went to Games Paradise, which mm-hmm. is a game store uh, in city in in Sydney, and Near where um, Kings used to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. It's on Pitt Street, and um, I went in there, and I, I I I said, like, look, my son loves Uno. What are some games that are similar to Uno, or like you know, of the same difficulty that a six year old can grasp and have that same like addictive loop? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the same way I would describe you know certain video games, and. Um, he rattled a few off, um, and uh, he tried to push me onto Oink Games. Okay, um, and they were like forty dollars, whereas like your average Uno spinoff is like ten dollars. Sure. So I was like, man, why is this guy trying to like you know push me onto these little boxes that are forty bucks? This this reeks of uh, you yeah. know, him just trying to make a quick buck out of a dumb dad. <laughs> uh, so I ended up buying fucking Boggle. <laughs> <laughs> but finally played Boggle last night. Yeah. Boggle rocks, man. Really? Boggle's so fun. <laughs> we even made a version of Boggle for my daughter to play. Um, Tilly's three. So, friend of the show, Tilly, <laughs> uh, is three. And she um, uh, is learning her alphabet. Okay. So, you know, you know with Boggle, you have 16 dice that have different letters on them. Mm-hmm. You shake it up or you push a button and then you have to... Uh, Find words within the yes. shuffled up um, letters, and, uh, and which, so which must just be absolute crack for Archie. Yeah, I, I give him I give him a one minute handicap, um, to, so he can he can have a, one more minute longer than I do. Sure, um, and then and then I try and beat him, uh, and I always do. Yeah, but he's getting close. I got last round we played, I got fourteen words, he got twelve. So like it's, it, it's a vocabulary doing, thing. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, and I, he was like, Dad, I didn't ever even know that locks and vox were words, and I'm like, You're right, maybe we tied. Suck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Better start reading. Kid, yeah, <laughs> but to start, uh, uh, you know, learning about the uh, the official shortenings of uh, of, in- of music industry terms while eating cured seafood, kid. yeah, yeah, get it? Because yeah. vo- Vox locks, and Lox, sure. yeah. Vox, yeah, 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 I'm with it. Thanks, thanks for, thanks I think for saying, Vox sticking is, with me. Vox there. is like Latin, is it? Yeah, What's before, 
For huh? vocals for, Yeah for voice oh, okay, right, Like sure. Deus Vox Voice of God oh, There we go Anyway Hey you want to come play Boggle with me I bet, Hell you'd, yeah. I bet you'd win <laughs> No <laughs> I want to play Archie You want to play you, I, I want to decimate your song Win back some money for Alexi <laughs> <laughs> uh, So with, with Tilly we, we get the, the letters out And then she has to Name all the letters Before, okay. the, before the timer runs out And uh, she's really good She There's maybe only like Four letters now that stump her I think the next step would be like Write all the letters down In alphabetical order yeah, that's a more like she's she's only three. No, but I'm saying like once she can't even write, write like when she writes like uh, 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 the difference between when she her writing a T and drawing a person, not very like there's not much difference. Right. Okay. Yeah, just it's you know three. No, I'm just like when when she gets bro, it, stop like, pushing the, her, bro. When she'll do it when she's ready. <laughs> I'm t- she is my one chance against. I'm gonna train her up and run her against Archie. At anyway, all these word games. So Games Paradise was where I first saw these oint games. Yes, and then we recorded. But you the were episode. turned off by the price and the thought that you were being duped. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I get back from recording um, and I, I've got Oink Games on the mind. And, mm-hmm. and so I look up on YouTube. There is a YouTube channel called um, Shut Up and Sit Down. And they are a like beloved uh, uh, board games YouTube channel and podcast. Quick aside, when you'd gone into this store, had you played Takeshi and Hiroshi by that point? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had been. Yeah. Okay. So, but did did you draw the connection between? No, because I think um, when you play an Apple Arcade game, the prominent logo is the Apple Arcade of course. logo, not sure, the sure, Games sure. logo. Yeah. So it wasn't until I did the episode and and actually you know said what the publisher is. Right. That's that what realized, it tweaked. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. Uh. So now, uh, so I, I watch I watch this like that they, they review ten game ten oint games in ten minutes. Um, right. Which is a really fun video and a great little guide. Even though I disagree with almost all of their rankings in uh, in that in that video, they're, they're a fun fun uh, video. Though I've, I've watched many of their videos since. Cool. But then I found um, I, I I just looked up Oink Games on the um, uh, on the podcast um, Apple's podcast app. Sure. And the first thing that came up was a games pod- podcast from America called the Gaming Moguls. Um, and this is a uh, moguls moguls. Not moguls. M O G U L S. It's moguls. You're right. Moguls. Yeah. And I've listened to a bunch of episodes. They definitely say moguls. But it's one of those <laughs> things. It's root or route. You know. Sure. Sometimes there should be a, an agreed pronunciation on every single word. Because I reckon that's that's to blame. <laughs> no, but it's, is it root or route? Oh, okay. Kentucky, is it Kentucky Route Zero or Kentucky Route Zero? All right, that's a good point. Okay, that's a good is it, point. Is it gaming? It's definitely moguls, though. <laughs> there is no wiggle room here. I can't believe I said moguls. <laughs> I know that. I'm trying to dig myself out of this idiot, idiot <laughs> hole that I find myself in week after week. <laughs> anyway, gaming moguls. Um, and they did an episode where they talked about every Oink game, um, which they recorded at the start of last year. So there's a few that have come out since, and that was an amazing um, listen. Um, cause they really like broke down like their favorites, how you play each one, the length of time it takes to play each one. And I then, I then DJed for six hours. And by the end of those six hours, I'd, I'd bought many on, on, uh, on, on Amazon prime. Um, I wonder if the people at Amazon, like look at your account and can tell when you're DJing. <laughs> yeah. Just quick. based on push this to him, just based on purchasing times. But yeah. So definitely if, if you are like, would like a, a, a deeper dive than we're doing right now, definitely listen to the gaming moguls. Cause they go through in chronological order, um, all of the oint games, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, with a little bit more, uh, you know, depth of, of, of history and, 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 and the, who, who designs each game as well. Um, because yeah, like, I mean, independent board games is a scene unto itself. It's oh, enormous. Sure. It's so crazy. I guess, you know, I'm, I'm very, you know, definitely grew up with Milton Bradley games and, uh, you know, whatever all the other big name board games are. Lots of, how big was your board game cupboard growing oh, up? Oh, we had your basics. We had Trivial Pursuit, Monopoly, 
Game you of didn't life. have fucking Forbidden Bridge? No. Damn, that was that's sick. I still have that at my parents' house. All pieces accounted for. Oh, damn. I have to whip that out. Okay. So like you play like an angry idol who who guards a, a rickety bridge. Is that is that like one it's of those? It's a little bit like Deep Sea Adventure. You have it's, it's about risk versus reward. You've got to oh. you have to like go and steal jewels from the idol and then make it back to your boat. But you have to cross the Forbidden Bridge to do it. Oh boy. Yeah. What Man, makes I want to play that game. That game what is makes it awesome. Well, um, if, you, if, if you roll an, uh, a die that has the, the side of the die with the idol's face on it, you have to push down on the idol, and then he makes this god awful noise, just like blah, 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 and he shakes the the bridge, right, and shakes your piece off. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, really fun game. All right, so so Oink Games, have you played all the ones you have? All right, so I'm going to go through the ones that I've uh, that I own. So I currently own a fake artist in New York, mm-hmm. Deep Sea Adventure, Flotsam Fl- Fight. Um, Nine Tiles, Mr. Face, Troika, The Pyramid's Deadline, Toma, Toma Tomato, um, and Startups. And then um, I've, on the way, I have Insider, Money Bags, Tricks and the Phantom, Mask Men, Nine Tiles Panic, Dungeon of Mandem, and Zogan. Dungeon of Mandem? Yeah, and they've made several of those over the years, but this is the most recent version of it. It's like a dungeon crawler card game. Right. Um, for the Mandem. For the Mandem. Thumbs up. <laughs> Um, and then um, when I am in Japan, the exclusive that, I, that I'm going to try my hardest to find, I know some of them are like worth so much money now that I, sure. I don't want to like, you know, lose money and family by buying them while I'm over there. But the latest game is called Fafnir. It's like a game where you play as like, you've got to like get steal eggs like from a chicken or something. Fafnir. Um, that's yeah. very familiar. Oh, it sounds like one of the... Um, F-A-F-N-I-R. Isn't that, that's one of the Warriors 3 from Thor, isn't it? Fafnir. Uh, yeah, Fafnir is from North Mythology, Son of Dwarf King, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Um, Dual Clash Poker, which apparently is like a tie-in game to a to a Square Enix RPG spin-off. Really? Yeah, they, 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 in the game they play this poker, this version of poker, so Oink Games okay. made an actual version of the poker. Cool. Um, Kobayakawa, um, Twins, Inner Grove, Troll, and Rights. Right. And these are all drastically different games. Sure. Um, let's go through the bangers that we've played. I was gonna I was gonna ask what what from what you've played have been the standouts. Okay, so if, if you are like this sounds like nonsense, but I do like the idea of playing like these like really fun, easy to travel with boxes with a fun card game inside. I was gonna say, like you opening startups just then, that's not like I seeing what's inside those are all tokens. Like I almost like it's yeah. not a card game. Well, some of them are card games. Some like like I said, like Deep Sea Adventure, you actually have like pieces, right? So, and, and okay, you, and, you've, and, and it's you know you're playing on like a a board that you create with tokens. Cool. Okay. Um, that game you'd love. Like honestly, mate, man, you say the word, come over any Saturday, any Sunday. It's rainy as shit in Sydney for like the next month. That's true. Come over any weekend. We got an afternoon of board games ahead of us. Hell yeah! Archie rules at all of them. He keeps whooping me with <laughs> all of these. <laughs> Um, this is for Boggle, Dad. Uh, so the, the two games that I would recommend for anyone with kids uh, mm-hmm. straight away are Nine Tiles. Uh, Nine Tiles is you can play with four players or two. Oh, sorry, or eight players if you get if you buy two sets. Right. Um, or I guess you know any any. Just keep scaling exactly. up from there. Um, basically, you every player gets nine tiles, um, and uh, they are double sided, but the same pattern. So each each tile has a different pattern on it, like mm-hmm. a different symbol. And then underneath each symbol is a different pattern, but no tile is actually the same. So say you have a brown symbol um, on, on top, beneath it may be a pink symbol, but underneath your other brown symbol will be a blue symbol. Right. So no two tiles are identical, um, but 
everyone has the same nine tiles. Sure. And then so you put a card and on the card has a formation of the nine symbols and you have to, as quickly as possible, create that formation with your tiles by flipping and moving your tiles right. around in your nine panel grid. Okay. Um, and then once whoever the first person to do it and you could, you know, you could get it done in 10 seconds. It might take you 40 seconds. Sure. Um, you whack your hand on, on the stack of, on, on the, um, on the card and that card's yours. So you can play the best, best of best, like first to five, right? Or you can play like all thirty-six of the cards, sure. the double double-sided cards too. So you can you can just keep playing this game. It's almost okay. endless. That one is, and it's so easy to uh, explain to somebody, um, especially when you have like the the cards in front of you. It's like a like a twenty-second explanation to get people to play it. Sure. Um, another game that's really fun to play with kids that I I've seen a lot of people give bad reviews to because it's quite easy if you're an adult. Um, so this is the game that I purposely lose whenever I play against Archie. It's a tongue twister game called Toma Tomato. Sure. Um, and uh, basically you have a bunch of cards. Each of them represents a different sound. So you, the picture with the tomato on it is that the sound is tomato. Then there's other Japanese. So like the, I can't remember what the, what the symbol to thing is, but one means toe, one means ma, one means mato. Then there's tomato. And then f- there's one card out of the uh, you know forty ish cards is potato. Right. So you stack you you roll a die and then you have to put however many numbers, whatever number you get on the die you have to put that m- amount of cards add that to the the line of cards mm-hmm. and then you've got to read them all the next person so you got to say so it may be like toto mato tomato potato mato mato to tomato. Right. And so you have to do that without fucking up. If you fuck up, then. Um, Everyone you're playing with gets to take some of the cards. Okay. And at the end of the game, once you've run out of cards to make the line with and pronounce, whoever has been able to spell tomato the most times out of the various cards with the cards that they've taken from the line wins. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Really, really fun, really simple, yeah. really silly. Um, it's a good it's a good like icebreaker game before sure. playing something a bit meatier. Like mm-hmm. Flotsam Fight. Ooh. Probably my favorite of the Oink games so far. Uh, in Flotsam Fight, you are um, deep sea divers, mm-hmm. and uh, basically you have um, you're, you're given ten cards, um, and each each card has a number in the top corner. Um, there are eight lifeboats, but you can only use the amount of lifeboats that you have as of, that, that there are of players. So it says four four of you playing, you can only use four of the lifeboats. Each of the, the lifeboats has a number from three to eight on it. Um, sorry, three to three to ten. Three, yeah, three to ten on it. Okay. Um, and you can only all of your cards have numbers on them too. You can only put cards that are multiples of the number on the mm, lifeboat on there. Right. But so, like, yeah, like say I put a three down in the three. You can put any number above three that's a multiple of three okay. from your cards. Six, nine, twelve, in that lifeboat. Yes, but if I put ninety, and you have a thirty-six, can't you can't put, put that on top. Right. So it's this game where you can just like. Fuck over every player mm-hmm. and, and, and stop them from being able to use a lifeboat Or you can slowly All very in unison Try and get rid of as many of your smaller cards as possible Okay And you, there are three rounds Each round is ended um, When someone gets rid of all their cards Right um, And then the loser is whoever has the highest card in their deck Okay <coughs> It rules It's so much fun Yeah I've never won It's like <laughs> These are the games where it's like like I am not that competitive of a, of a person. I am when it comes to like some physical things. Sure. Um, but um, 
I feel like you're competitive against yourself. You like it like yeah, that's getting hundred yeah, yeah. percent in games is like it's not you versus someone; it's you versus your own skill. Yeah, and like while I would love to win one of these games, like Flotsam Fight, I've played maybe six times and I've lost. I haven't won. I've, I've pretty much lost every single time. Right, out of like three or four. People. And you're playing against Archie, B, Angus, like like a lot of yeah, cool. a lot of okay. people. Um, a lot of friends of this show, man. Sure. <laughs> she's my wife. Oh, actually, no, B is my wife. I was, she's, I was she's gonna not, say she's not a friend of the show yet. Um, but yeah, Flotsam Fight is like. And also, like, as someone, like, you know, a six-year-old that is all about their times tables right now, it is great to have a game that is pushing you to memorize your times tables all the way up to, you know, 11 times three and, you know, sorry, like, you know, 30 times three. You know, you're going higher and higher than your standard. Look, based based on my last conversation with Archie, you need to work out a variant that's prime numbers. Because that kid knows his prime numbers. You know what he told me yesterday? What? He goes, Dad, I worked out something really fun with the eight times tables yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never ever heard anyone work out anything work, fun with it. Like, okay, so, all right, one times eight is eight, eight, eight right? So you have numerical eight. Mm-hmm. Um, two t- times eight is sixteen. One. So you add the two numbers, one and six together. That's seven. Sure. Three times eight. Twenty-four. Six. Six. Four times eight. Uh, thirty-two. Yep. Five. Oh. Right, so you go all the way, and then I, like once you've done your eight times tables, it then repeats itself and goes back up again. Really? It's fucking insane. I've never. I've, like, has he has he done the one for the nine times table? What's the one where you like like is in like the the, the trick? It's, it's the same thing. One times nine is nine. Two times nine is eighteen. That's nine together. Three is twenty-seven. That's nine together. Thirty-six. Oh, so nine, it's just nine, nine, nine. Fifty-four. It's nine. Oh, all I'm, gonna, the way I'm up. gonna bring that home tonight. Yeah, but the eight blow one blow his mind. That's yeah. That's really the eight interesting. Eight one's really tricky. I've never, yeah. I've never, yeah. I, I think I do know the nine one, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the eight one. That's crazy. Hey, look, let us know all the small games at, uh, at gmail.com if you have any cool uh, times tables. times table facts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm very very hooked on oink games and just card games in general. I'm trying like the collector in me. I could not hold back when you. I mean, you can see how gorgeous yeah, it's, it's these, fantastically these oink packaged. Games, the presentation, like everything about it, it, they're so well made, so well printed, so well designed. Um, I'm even the games that I, I I'm like, oh, we probably can't play that for a while. Like you know. Um, a fake artist goes to New York is a game where like you have to play with minimum five players, right? And one of you is the fake artist, but the other ones, everyone else is given like an you're all, you're all told an object that you need to be drawing, mm-hmm. except one of you doesn't know it, right? And so based on what everyone else is drawing, they have to pretend that they know what you're drawing, ah. and the goal is to pick who the fake artist is, right? Um, and so it's like a, yeah, a kind of like bluffing art game. Sure. Um, and like you know, the, the, I'll be able to play that a lot less, if at all, than than the other games. But like just the presentation, yeah. these packages—they're so I couldn't not go the fuck in. And so I've gone the fuck in on Oink Games. I have a list of other board games that I now want to check out. The world of independent board games has opened itself up to me, and uh, just my luck, so many of them are Japanese, <laughs> which is like just the quickest way for me to get extra addicted to something sure um so i found a bunch of other like really awesome looking um uh indie games a lot of these were um were mentioned on the gaming moguls Moguls. let's see i'm learning so much on this podcast um but there's a there's a um uh a producer of games there called sashi and sashi um and they have a bunch of games i'm going to be trying to look out for they're based in kyoto um Whereas Oink uh, in uh, in Shibuya in Tokyo, mm-hmm. which is where my hotel is, hey. so I might knock on their door and be like, "Hey guys, um, put me in one of your games." Yeah, 
a fake DJ in New York. Um, and like, yeah, like there's one called In Front of the Elevators by Sashi and Sashi where you have to um, basically like put different family members in front of, like basically everyone's in lining up for an elevator and your your goal is to get your family through the elevator, into the elevator first. Right. And there's all these rules for each card that you have. It sounds really cool and weird. Yeah. And that's all these, I mean, that, that's, that's the thing for me. Like none of these are like straight down the middle. They all have like, they're, they're simple enough with like this small, like strange rule. Like added on top and like fun variations. It's man, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the final uh, develop the producer of games, I guess publisher, um, is Masu, and they have one. They have a few like all great great names. Building a sword as soon as possible. Find job labyrinth. And then my personal favorite that I can't wait to find is called Hyper Super Yoga, where you both have like a, a yogi, so a man sure. leading a yoga yoga class, and then you have like a bunch of like limbs. And you're you basically can, using cards. All your cards have limbs on them, like or like extensions of limbs. And so you basically have to put your like basically do the most difficult yoga pose with like you know multiple loops and extra long arms and legs with your yogi as possible using the cards. <laughs> nice. Sounds so fun. And like yeah. all, it's all they're all so well developed. They're all so small and easy transportable. Like it's perfect for like you know trying Hol- to encourage holidays. things beyond like hey let's watch tv together yeah. let's play a video game together like yeah. you know you've got to minimize that screen time on those little eyes sure right dad um you stay away from my eyes levens and there's even um sashi and sashi even make a card game for one person whoa which is called coffee it's called solitaire coffee roaster oh okay so uh, that's another one i'm gonna try and track down too because uh, how fun is like uh, to review a one player one person <laughs> card game down the track anyway look i'm, I'm officially i haven't quite leapt into the, the realm of board games i um I, if i swear to god if i find out you've settled Catan, it's fucking over level i think Catan is technically a isn't that a, it's a, a board card, game. isn't it a card game though? It's like a card game with a board. It's just you've watched Parks and Rec. In my mind, Settlers of Catan is just the cones of Dunshire, like <laughs> completely impenetrable. I have no idea what's going on. I'm sure there are some people listening who are like, "Man, Settlers of Catan is a really cool." Th-. I don't care, and they definitely sound way cooler than that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I don't care. I'm, I'm I will never bring myself. The last thing I like. My sister was here a few weeks ago and she made me play Bananagrams. Have you ever played Bananagrams? I think I, I saw... Yo, that's, it, it comes in like a banana-shaped pouch, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's like it's Scrabble kind of right. thing. And I love word games, but I was just infuriated by the end of it. Oh, really? I, so it's, it's annoying? or it's, it's, No, I was just like, Gah, I hate this. Why? I don't know. It's like just... I was like, can't we just play Scrabble? Oh, right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Scrabble... I, I like the idea of playing a, a sim- more simplified Scrabble that, that you can do in like... Shorter rounds, yeah. Like I, I hate Monopoly, but there's a there's a Monopoly card game, um, right. which is apparently excellent, and like you can play in like ten minute bursts. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, anyway, maybe maybe look, maybe this is a world that I got to dip my toe into. Well, I'm, I'm, these aren't games that are at my house. If you ever want to come, I mean, sure. B is like, don't buy more until you've played the others. So please come and help me. Sure, okay. Uh, justify that I've already <laughs> L- bought more loudly and vocally <laughs> playing all the games. <laughs> Wow, that means another great purchase. <laughs> Let's play one of the other ones now. Um, all right, so we've just done. And then the- like, wait a minute, how much are you paying John to say this? <laughs> I'm paying him in oink games. It's fine. Um, <coughs> but yeah, uh, if, if this uh, if this podcast suddenly becomes a miniatures painting podcast, oh boy, I, I, you know I've gone way too far. Yeah, shit's shit's 
just yeah i'm no longer on the podcast it's just you talking about wall painting so right my, now, uh, well, yeah. my skaven giant was a real tough blah 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 See, luckily i still hate fantasy with all of my core sure, so sure. i think that's going to keep me away from magic and uh warhammer yeah entirely fair but all of these like yeah like there's like a whole bunch of games that are like oh it's a card game about the japanese train network i'm like i'm fucking in <laughs> <laughs> How much is it? How many How many extensions are there? Like expansions are there? I'm Ooh, in. Shinkansen DLC. Yeah, exactly. Bring it on. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, all right, so we've, we've talked on games. Fantastic, but not video games. I think we yep. need to... We need give, to wait, wait, give them a little bit of video game talk. We'll, yeah, we'll bring... I've, I've got one in, in my pocket. It is a... Um, is it an annoying game? Because I can is, fit this in my pocket. No, it is a... <laughs> I mean, it's on my phone. So, yes, okay, I sure. can. Uh, it's an Apple Arcade game called Sneaky Sasquatch. So, Sneaky Sasquatch was developed by a group called RAC7 or Rack7. I mean, the, the letters are all caps, so I don't know if it like stands for something. Or um, They're a two-person team uh, working out of Vancouver in Canada. Um they also did Spec. You might remember oh, Spec. Oh, cool. As yeah, the, I really like, enjoyed little, that one. You twist it around. Puzzle the, game. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that, like, yeah, almost every game we've talked about on from Apple Arcade, the developer or publisher have put out, like, multiple games on, yeah. on Apple, Apple, game, Apple Arcade. So, Sneaky Sasquatch is a wildly different game from Spec. Oh, fuck. I didn't even talk about all the other um, apps that Oink Games have made. No. You're, a future episode. You're, yeah. Um, we are done. <laughs> uh, so, Sneaky Sasquatch is a game in which you play a, a Sasquatch living in like a little sort of like um, nature park uh, where your, your presence is known by the rangers. You're not allowed to like go into the rest of the park. So obviously the first thing you do is go into the rest of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, very early on in the game, once you've kind of gotten a few basics down, like sneaking around and like you have to like having to eat food and steal food and all that kind of stuff, you find out that the park is uh, at risk of being sold to developers who are going to tear all the nature down and put up apartments. So of course you with your trusty, like with, with your raccoon friend slash shopkeeper, 
uh, he tells you that there is a treasure in the park and you uh, you need to find this treasure. However, the treasure map has been torn into, I think, nine pieces. Mm-hmm. So you now have to go and track those nine pieces down. So you, uh, you, you wander around through the park trying to stay away from campers and rangers initially. You're on the hunt for these treasure pieces. Some of them can just be found by like looking in kind of hidden areas. Some of them are... You, you can unlock, like, at the raccoon store, you can buy, like, a camper's outfit, so suddenly you're not scaring any of the campers anymore. Only the rangers recognize you have an issue, which then means you can explore so much more. There's, like, ski fields, there's a golf course, there's a race course. Each of these places, you can play golf, you can go skiing, you can race cars. So it's sort of like little mini games within this bigger game. There's fishing, um... <laughs> There's like all this sort of stuff that you can do in this in this adventure park. People send you on quests. Um, you know, like there's in a couple of screens, like a fox pops up and is like, "I'll give you money if you scare four campers," but you can't like you can't leave this screen and you can't get caught by a ranger. It's like, okay, cool, I'll do that. Ha ha, go and scare a bunch of people, and then like that fox pops up again a few times with various different things. Um, in the ski fields, for instance, there's a little like for some reason in a few different areas there are ducks that are like hey i lost a hat can you go get the hat for me (laughs) and like one you know so you go and get the hat and they put this oversized hat on their head and it's very cute it's a very cute game yep um and i think it's a perfect like i was talking to you before the episode about how i think archie would really like it and i think it's the sort of he's actually downloaded it to play on the ipad i think it's the sort of game that's like a good introduction for children to like it's the start of the journey that will take them to like Breath of the Wild one day because it's teaching them about like free to roam around this area. You have goals that you need to achieve. Yep. There's a lot of other things that you can do outside of the main gameplay loop that are entertaining. Like the golf, the golf section of it I, was great. Like I, I loved playing golf in this game. Yeah, great, awesome. Like, you know, in each like the the racing and the skiing and golf, there are there are tournaments you can participate in. And like skiing and golf, skiing and racing, I did the little I had to do to get past them. But the golf one, I'm like, I am playing every one of these. Like, and the the pro tournament was really difficult, and I had to play it through a second time. But I was like, this is so fun, I'm just playing it. Yeah, great, like, awesome. It's, it's great. It controls are really intuitive and controls are tap on screen to move around essentially. Yeah, cool. and every time, and it's kind of fun because every time like you go to s- steal from an esky or a picnic basket. It like brings the brings the object up on stage on screen. I mean, and you're like you see the the Sasquatch's hand there, and you have to like guide the hand to like open the thing and then like drag and drop each bit of food into your that's great into your backpack. And then when you're eating, he like tips the backpack out on a picnic table, and you have to like pick up individual bits of food and hold them over the the mouth. And the guy's like <laughs> like eats really messily. Yeah, so I think it's right still, up there, yeah. I think I think Archie's gonna absolutely love this game. I I saw it. I can't remember what drew me to it. Um, maybe I saw it in an ad or something because Apple Arcade have been running a lot of like ads on other paid mobile games at the moment. So maybe it popped up in there, but I was like, huh, wait a minute, that looks kind of fun and interesting. And yeah, I, 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 like- I heard a lot of people compare it to the Untitled Goose game. So it was it yeah. It's it's a bit it's a bit more involved than Untitled Goose Game, but definitely in that same kind of vein of like you. Well, you're not even really causing mischief. You just have to sneak around a lot. Yeah, I, 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 he's Archie's definitely ready for um, more involved games. Um, yeah, uh, and like yeah, last night we we tried to play the um, like to to 100 percent Watam. 
mm-hmm. and like I just remember how annoying the, that game is to control, and like when you're actually trying to do, you know, they're, it's really it's really really annoying trophies like you know blow up a hundred things, sure, do like, and I was just like, you know, what, we're not going to do this. Let's just let's play a game that's actually fun, yeah, and maybe this is it, yeah. I'd be very interested to see what Archie thinks of it. So that is uh, Sneaky Sasquatch on Apple Arcade. It's an exclusive thus far. I believe so. I can uh, let me just let me just double check this. It's been a quiet 2020 for the Apple Arcade front so far. Yeah, like the last two, um, like the last two games I think released are like multiplayer games, which I was like, mm, no. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, that's. I mean, they, they definitely have their place, but um. Last time I looked, not, yeah, not there me. was like one or two games like at all this year. Yeah, so a soccer game. Oh, a game called Secret Oops, multiplayer AR party game. Yeah, right. Yep. Butter Royale and No Way Home and Doomsday Vault. So there've been five this year, which is still pretty fine. Yeah, I mean, No Way Home we reviewed a couple of episodes la- ago. Yeah, a couple yeah. of episodes ago, last episode. Yeah, a couple of episodes. Um, that's fun. I'm really but enjoying. I, I like was... uh, Lego Builders Journey. Did you play any of that? Yeah, I played that. That was really good. Very cute. Yeah. Still a very good surface. Service. Yeah, cool. Well, um, we've ticked off the video game portion. Yeah, and if you want to play uh, any of the Oink games I mentioned, um, you can go My to their address website. is, <laughs> and you can... <laughs> but that, their, their website is Oink, uh, so O-I-N-K-G-M-S, Oink mm-hmm. Games. Um, they, they, they make games really little for some reason. So if you can find them on Instagram, Twitter, just O-I-N-K-G-M-S. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of their stuff is available on... Um, on Amazon, if you're in Australia, yeah, you can buy most of their games at Games Paradise or if you're in Sydney or Mind Games if you're in Melbourne. Okay. But uh, look, definitely check some of them out. Like I reckon the, the ultimate one, and I had to import this one from Japan, but Nine Tiles is just like the easiest, like super fun to get into. And Flotsam Flight, Flotsam Flight at, at, Flight at this point is my favorite. Cool. Um, uh, yeah. I'll I, 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 I'll I'll check in with them every few weeks. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't, you know, take over an entire episode or will I? Who knows? Oh. Who knows at this point? Possibly. Thanks, thanks so much for listening. If you so, want to find us, uh, you can on uh, Twitter. We are at All the Small Game or individually at LevDog at 16 Tacos. Uh, and uh, we are on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash All the Small Games. And our email address is All the Small Games at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. Also, review on on podcast app is that worth it i don't know i mean apparently it is i don't know if you feel like it I don't, if, do you, people, look, if you want to review um, if, if you're that moved review us as people sure just so that man, that's a fun activity yeah. review us as a as a game right review, review me and john as games as as yeah yeah that's cool that's yeah super fun and, and very easy for everyone to do thank yeah, you so sure. much in advance bye <laughs> all right bye <laughs>
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 3334 for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.